Today's Gemara and Mo'i Koyim Daf Yud Gimel of learning should be a tremendous chosr for Hashlema for Moshe Ben Bela a surgery tomorrow should be an incredible success as well as learning should be a chosr for Hashlema Shmuel Yisben and Rafi and the Rebbe Avraham and Orchol Adai Hashem Shemben Chana Avi Alparo Basesar Miriam Raviella Basulumi Yisrael Yitzchak Ben Dina Avenu Ben Vega Chaim Ben Zarish Lomzi Ben Rizal Ido Zor Bas Kenandi Ido Basia Mas Chayisai Yisrael Ben Mendeli As Her Parents with the Shalei Shem Mas Zami Ben Shavvi Of Shri Chana Shmuel Ben Tiel Din Chana Rizim Chayi Basina Dinayin Bas Shenamindas Yisrael Vega Rebbech Rivka, Pas Vashem, and Tazim, and Chalas, Avram, Yakot, Torah, Baskila, Shlomo, Yisachar, Ben, Esther, Yehudis, Besoy, Shar, Chali, Yisrael, as well as Chos Shidduch, for Yisrael, Chaim, and Dvarshim, Rimbash, Yitzchakitel, Shandesar, Mosher, Mokal, Ramon, Chabzav, Shindel, Sikitel, Mosher, Shindel, Shema, Ben Chaya, Shlomo, Ben Libi, Zav, Ofik, Ben Deli, Rachel, Bastina, they should find their Shidduch, Bekarov, Bamish. We're holding on. The bottom of your bees and bees at the Mishnah as we continue the halachas and the rules of what one is allowed to do on Cholamite. So says the Mishnah, Machnes Adam Beirasam Neaganov. A person is allowed to bring in his fruit if he's afraid they're going to get stolen. Vishayla Pishtane Mina Mishra. And he'll have to lift up the flax from where it's soaking. Why? So it does not get lost. If you leave the flax soaking for too long, they're going to get ruined. But be careful. Even though these things are much, you're never allowed to purposely wait for a cholamayid. Vikulan and the Mishnah says in that note, If you did that, if you waited in order to do the work of cholamayid, then the Allah is, you're going to have to lose the item, a kinas of sorts. Because you're Iver and Isser. So says the Gemara, let's discuss the first thing in the Mishnah. When are you allowed to bring in the fruit because of the Ganavim? Tana on the bottom of Yubez Mebez. You have to bring them in in privacy. So to your house, you can't make a whole show. You bring it in in private. Rav Yosef had a certain beam. And he had to get the beams into his house. I didn't be a mama. He brought them up during the daytime into his house. Rav Yosef, why are you bring them during the day? We learned in a price, so you have to bring them in. So you should bring in a night. Rav Yosef responded, The privacy to bring in a heavy beam is your mama who is during the day. Why? To do it at night requires extra people by Madukra Denura and it requires torches of light, Avsha Milsa, and therefore it's going to create a larger commotion. So the Gemara is pointing out something very important. It's not just night versus day, many people versus few people, heavy versus light, large versus small. It's the entire picture, and then you have to decide what is the way that's going to cause the smallest amount of attention drawn in the case where you're allowed to bring something in because it's going to get lost. You have to do it in a way that will be that will get the intended result. So Rav Yosef said for these beams that was bringing it during the day. For Charlotte Pishtanim and Amishra, you're allowed to lift up the flax, and you're allowed to. In order so it doesn't get ruined. But the Mishnah said you're never allowed to wait specifically for Cholamai. So, boy, minei Rav Yemriya Mirav Zeira. Kivin melachtai b'mayid umis. Ma'u she'yikaneis b'nav achrav. We said it did in the Mishnah. A chiddish, a kenas, a fine. That if you go and you specifically and purposely wait for Cholamai, what's the halacha? Lacha is, the item is forbidden to you. There's a kenas. You're not allowed to use the item. Asks the Gemara, how far does that kenas go? You can't use it. What if that person is nifter? Could his children benefit from the item? Now, 
Now the Gemara explains what's the basis of this question. If you're going to say as we turn over to the Avyu Gimlamad Alif, if you're going to say that Shariam Aizen Bechar, if someone cuts the ear of a firstborn, we give his children in Kanas, what's going on? Says the Tabrashi, what's going on? His own purposely gives a mum by nixing, nicking the ear of his Bechar so that. Doesn't have to bring it as a carbon. The halacha is that it is forbidden to do such, and not only is it forbidden, we can ask you that you cannot get any benefit. And not only do we can ask you, not only do we can ask the person that does this avira, but we can ask his children afterwards. So that's the reason why we think so too over here. Will kenas will find their children? Says the gemara. No, it's not necessarily a proof. You know why? Mishum the isura de araisa. As Rashi pointed out, we're learning out from the pasuk. That's an isur de araisa. To give them Bukharamam. So therefore, maybe you cannot learn to the case of Khalamaid, as Rashi points out, which is not necessarily an Isidaraisa in a case in which you don't have specific kavana, and of course this is has the underpinnings of the larger mach, like yes, whether, what is the iser daraisa of working cholamai, daraisa darabanan, etc. So maybe you can't learn out from the case of Bechar. Another case, you sell an evit to a guy, which you're also not allowed to do. You're not allowed to do, and Allah is, if you do such, says Rashi, the evit goes free, why are you not allowed to do it? Because the evit had mitzvahs while the evit was living this servant was living in your house, now that you sell to God, you no longer has those mitzvahs. What's the halach over there? Umeiz, Kansu, Benayachrof. As well, the children get the fine, but the Gemara says, maybe you also can learn out from there. You give Lamed Allah four lines down. Why not? Mishom, Dechol, Yoyma, Mavkelem, Mitzvahs. That's a very extreme thing you did. It's not a one-time answer. You're causing a person to be Mavkia, to be excluded from mitzvahs each and every day. So maybe that's the reason why the fine is not just on the person, but on his child as well. So, what is the case? What is the din by us at Cholamite if someone goes and does work do we say it's kanas on the person and the person is not here you was nifter so his children could get benefit or the kanas is on the entity and the money is still here so ask the Gemara now we boil down the question we understand the basis why we would say it's mother why we would say it's aser but now says the Gemara bottom line is what is the alacha explains the Gemara Amar Leite need to, I'll bring you a raya. Sodosh and his kavsa b'shviyas, you have a field that you cleared away thorns on Shemitah, Tizrael and Maitzah Yishviyas, you're allowed to use it and plant it in after Shemitah. Netaiva oi nedaira, but let's say you improve the field, you did some heavy fertilization, or let's say you put the animals in it to allow the animals to use the bathroom and fertilize the field. Loi Tizrael and Maitzah Yishviyas, then you're not allowed to use the field on Maitzah Yishviyas. Ve'om, Rav Yisrael Chanina, no, we hold. Hey, Tiva, let's say someone did this Isser. He improved the field. And then, Umeis, his son is allowed to plant it after the Shemitah. So what do we see from here? Says the Gemara, Alma ledidei konsi rabbanon, lebrei le konsi rabbanon. The kenas, the fine was on you, on the person who did the iser, but not on his son. Achinam ledidei konsi rabbanon, lebrei le konsi rabbanon. Says the Gemara, we have a beautiful proof that the kenas will only be on the person himself that did the iser, but not on the child. Amar Abayi, a second proof. Naktinan, we, we hold... 
If someone meets something tar, tame, he meets someone else's item, which is tar, tame, which of course is not allowed. But the halacha is, <coughs> it's a level of hezik, it's a level of damage, which is not recognizable. So in such a case, Rashi points out that what is the story if one does such a thing? The halacha is, he's chayib lepara, he has to pay him back. So what's the halacha? We do not kenas the child. The child does not have to pay back for his father's misdeeds. My time, what's the reason in that case when I make someone else's item tamay? Because hezik, hezik. The reason is because ostensibly is that a real type of damage? And therefore, the kenas is only on him, and the kenas is not going to be on his son. But in a case like ours, then we do see that the kenas, the penalty, which is nikar, will not only be on the person himself, the item himself, but as well on his child. Two beautiful proofs that in a case that someone does something forbidden in Cholamai, not only is the entity forbidden for him, it's even forbidden for his son. Says the Mishnah, continuing the Allah is what type of business. Not to purchase a house, not to purchase a servant, not to purchase an animal, unless it's for a yamtaf need. Or it's for the seller's need. What's the seller's need? He has nothing to eat, and if you buy from him, he'll now have food for yamtaf. That's another heter to engage in business. So two important here we see in the Mishnah. Number one is called if you're purchasing something. For a yunt of need, that is allowed. And number two is if you're purchasing something and the seller needs the money for a yunt of need, that as well is allowed. So says the Gemara, What is the story of a worker? The Mishnah discussed purchasing an item, a slave, a field, a house. What about a worker that the worker has no food and by you employing him to work, he's now going to have food for a yunt of. Is that allowed? Amar so he responded, Tanina, we could learn this from our Mishnah, which says, It adds on to that statement that if it's for the need of the Mayach has nothing to eat, what is that statement coming to include? Seemingly it's coming to include this case, the worker that has nothing to eat. So seemingly we have a clear raya from our Mishnah. No, that's not what it's coming to include. Parisha Kamefar is just explaining the case that during the Mishnah, and therefore we do not have a proof. So Gemara tries again. It says in the Bryce, you're not allowed to write a debt, a document of debt in the Let's say you don't believe the person, therefore you won't lend you the money. There it is. You don't have what to eat. You'll have to write it. Again, and what's that line coming to include when the Brisa says the person has nothing to eat? My love, la is charpula shmamino. So we have a beautiful proof, says the Gemara, that in the case where the worker doesn't have what to eat, that as well is a hetter. So it's not only the seller has nothing to eat. It's not only if the buyer needs the entity for Yantif, but even if the middleman, the worker himself, needs the cash for Yantif, that itself is a hatter. But my Rav Sheshesh, Rav is not happy. Seven lines on the wide lines. What do the Chachamim say in the Raisa? There are three businesses that are allowed to engage in business on Arab Yantif. Ad Chatois, Ad Chatois, Chayotim, the dealers, Aparim, the barbers, Archives, and the laundrymen. 
Just like a regular person could sew in a normal mesh, the tailor is allowed to sew and work on Erev Yantif. So we're already seeing an equation between Erev Yantif and Cholamite. The barbers and the laundry men. As we'll see, someone comes from overseas. If someone leaves jail, then you're allowed to do his laundry, you're allowed to give him a haircut on a cholamite. So, just like there's a potential hetter on cholamite, there's going to be a potential hetter on Erev Yantif for these three professions, says the Gemara on the first white line. And if you're going to tell me that any time there's a worker that needs the cash to buy food, it's permissible for him to work a cholamite, call Malachai's Namilishtri. Every single entity of work potentially could be mutter on Why? And if the equation is like the Bryce is assuming that something that I find after on Cholamayid, I have a hetter on Arab Yantif. So the tailors, the barbers, and the laundrymen, because we have a hetter for them on Cholamayid in some fashion, whether it's someone that came out of jail, whether it's the head yet, so then it's allowed on Arab Yant, Arab Pesach. So says the Gemara, every single job has a potential. In the form when the person says like eat so it should be loud on Arab Yantif. And for the fact that the Mishnah didn't say that, what did the Mishnah say? It only said these three cases: the tailor, the barber, and the laundry man is allowed. Clearly, we say that a worker that has nothing to eat is not a heter on Chol Hamaid. Says the Gemara, one second. Maskiv Rababa comes along Rababa and Rababa says, Rav Sheshes, your fundamental equation is flawed. We should allow to build on Erev Yantif. As we've seen, if there's a leaning wall, you can fix it on Ravina. Ravina has a similar question. The scribe should be allowed to write on Erev Yantif. You're allowed to do Kedush again and receipts on Cholamayid. So after Ravina and after Ravpapa, as fundamental Mentally, on the equation on Rav Sheshis, in which he equating Cholamai Tarev Yantif, saying Mutter Cholamai will have a hetter on Erev Yantif, comes along Ravashi and he says, "Lam Ravashi Ma'ir Arba Also Karamis." You're bringing an equation from Erev Yantif to Cholamai Ma'ir Mishum Tircha'u Makom Seder Sharabanan. Why are you not allowed to work a Cholamai? We waited twelve lot. We saw this back in that phase because of Tircha, because of work, and they were Makom Seder with his loss. The Rabbanan gave in and allowed you to have that. And therefore, explains Ravashi that the equation was, was essentially flawed, and therefore, we could not ask from Cholamai to Arab Yantif. And therefore, the question is falls off. So we go back to the previous day, and if someone does not have food, he will have a hetter to work on Cholamai. The question was from this equation. We proved the equation to be wrong. Therefore, if someone has no food and needs to work on Cholamai, he will be allowed. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of One is not allowed to move items from one house to another house on Cholamai. But what are you allowed to do? You let it clear out from his house to his courtyard. You're allowed to pick up a vessel from the craftsmen if you're nervous for them that they might be stolen. Excuse me. 
Nevi'im. I don't know what I said. You're not allowed to pick up an item from the craftsman. But let's say you're nervous. If I leave this item in the craftsman's office, someone's gonna get it's gonna get ruined. Then Mefanim Lachatzalcharis let him move it in to another courtyard. So what do we see over here? We see that in the second case, you let him move an item from your house into your own chutzer. So the Gemara seemingly asks, the first part of the Mishnah said, don't do any swarm of clearing out. And then the Mishnah continued and said, you could. What's going on? house The same courtyard, because you're not traveling a large distance, house to house, courtyard to courtyard, it's all done with sin, sun and privacy, that is the reason why it is allowed. You're not allowed to pick up something from the craftsman, four lines on the bottom. Badak, Alon, Rabba, Rabba, Tessa, us with the following question. Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah, Ain may be in Kalim, may be in Suman. You're not allowed to bring the Kalim. For a minute, that's your contradiction. Moilichen, who may be in Kalim, may be in Suman. It says clearly in the price that you're allowed to. Vavavavishayna, let's say, Chamaidim, you don't need them for Yantif. Vishanin all night. And we answered this contradiction. What's going on? Is it allowed or not allowed to pick up something from the craftsmen? Kambar Basar, Kan, Becholeshal Maid, on Arbasar. On Erev Yantif, then you're allowed to pick it up from the craftsman. But on Cholomite itself, you're not allowed to. Answer number one. Ibaisim on the last line of Avachalamite, everything is talking about Khalamite. If you believe him, then you gotta leave it there. If you don't trust him, that's when you're allowed to pick it up. As we turn over to Yukimlamid Bayes, it says the Gemara Vatanya, not a question, as the top Rashi points out. This is a rayo. Maybe in Kalim you let him pick up something from the craftsman. Get going, for example. Khan Kadar, you pick a picture from the potter's house, the Kaisibisai Zagog. Or the goblet from the glassmaker of a loy. What are you not allowed to pick up? You're not allowed to pick up the wool from the dyer. And not a vessel from the craftsman. You're allowed to pay him because he needs the money, but still, she'll leave it there at Sloy. Let's say you don't trust him. If your nervous are going to get stolen, then. So says the Gemara, what do we see? We see that if you don't trust him, you let him bring it home. Sets the riots out, which we said on the bottom of the omelet, that in the case that you don't trust him, this is how we're answering up the stero, whether you're allowed to or not allowed to, is one you believe and one you not. So if you don't trust him, that's when you're allowed to pick it up. Says the Gemara, Tarats the Mevin, Moilich and Kasha. You only explain picking up the item. But the Bryce also said you're allowed to bring the item to the craftsman. The Katani and Mevin, Makoshkin, Shin Malichin. No, it says you're not allowed to bring it. Certainly, you're not allowed to pick it up. Certainly, you're not allowed to bring it to him in the first place. Excuse me, that's part of the kasha. One more time. Ask the Gemara to ask me and Malik kasha. Why is it a question? The Katani had said, Aid me, and you're not allowed to pick it up. The Kolsh Kinshi and Malik, you're not allowed to drop it off. So I can answer that. It must be answer number one that one is talking about Cholamoid, and one is talking about Arab Yantif. Arab Yantif, you can pick it up, and Cholamoid, you cannot. Says the Mishnah Machabin is like, you let it cover over some cut figs with straw again to protect it and then to get ruined in Cholamite Rav you even let it make some sort of thick covering that the Gemara will explain someone who's selling 
fruit or ksos or clothing, you allowed to sell it in privacy on Cholomayid, if you need it for Yantif. Hatayodim trappers, vadashushais, and grain pounders, vagarusais, and bean grinders, oisim bitsinal zerchamait. Again, you can do your work for the yumpt of need in private. That's when they were stringent upon themselves. And of course, the Gemara is going to discuss what exactly was this stringency. Says the Gemara, Pligibar of Chibar Abba Ravasi, but the Ravaya Mishome, the Chizki of Ravyechan. What was the machlaikis in this first case, the Mishnah? We have machapin and we have avin and we have uh, not so thick. So what are these cases? So this is the machlaikis. What does it mean that you could cover aklushi? It means you cover it sparsely. Ma'avin, what does that mean? Asmuchi, you cover it close together. What does covered up mean? Bin aklushi, bin asmuchi, sparsely or thick covering. Ma'avin, what does that mean? It means you make a pile so that you can cover it up easily. Writes that which we just said. What does Ma'avin mean? You make it like a pile. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda says the Gemara in the first white line. You're allowed to sell in private these items which are needed for Yantif. Ibayilu asked the Gemara in the first white line. Hey Nechmir Latzman, what did that last line in the Mishnah? If you remember, the Mishnah concluded says Rabbi Yosi they're stringent. What does that line mean? Asks the Gemara. What is the stringency? Does Rabbi Yossi he mean that they were machmer that they did nothing? Maybe the Chumrah specifically was like the Tanakhama thought that they did it in privacy. Tashema proves the Gemara from a Braisa. Says the Braisa, if you need a cell, you let a cell in privacy. The merchants of Tavaria, and he explains in the Braisa. Clear! Clear in the Abraisa, so what is the Chumrah that Rabbi Yaisi is referring to? They didn't sell it at all. Similarly, the Abraisa continues. Said the Chayois and the trappers of animals, vipers and birds, the dogma and fish, saw them bitsinna, let a trap in privacy, the Terechamoit. Rabbi Yaisi Omer saw the Akka and Achmir, Latson, again, the trappers and Akka were stringent at what? Shayisadim Kalaker. Tishushay Chilka, Tigris, Vitisni. These are different type of pounders or making different types of grains, as the Gemara is going to explain in a moment. They're allowed to they can pound in private. So very, very clear from this price of three different cases where Abiyasi spells out explicitly what is the Chumrah. The Chumrah was they absolutely did nothing on Chal Hamaid. Amar says Abai, let's go into this final case that we spoke about these different types of grains. Chalka, what did the price mean that it says by Chalka? Is Chadalitras, they take one piece of grain, one kernel, they split into two. Tirgis, what is Tirgis? Chadalitras, split into three. Tisni is Chadalarba, different ways of splitting and pounding the wheat grits, but they're all from grain. Kios Ravdimi, Amar, Kunsa, Ravdimi said, no, what is it referring to? It's referring to spelt. These three entities, Tamei and Bechol Makam, they are Tamei. Ask the Mar. According to Tanakama, they explained what are these three entities? They're all wheat grits and just different fine ways of grinding. Is it one to two, one to three, one to four? Mishamachi, Tamei and Bechol Makam. I understand they're Tamei. Why? Because they're susceptible to be Makabal Tama from the preparation process. That's the reason why they are Makabal according to Rav Dimi that he said referring to spelt 
Why are we saying they're tummy? They never were made susceptible to be Mekabal. Tama answers the Gemara for Avdimi Kigain. They make Lefan the cases where they're hauled, they take off the outside shell, and therefore, the Lavdish Arlubamaya. How do you take off the outside shell of these weak grits? You have to soak them in water of the smelt. That's when you take it off, and the soaking of the water is that which makes it susceptible to be Mekabal Tama. But ask the Gemara, but my car but according to Rav Dimi, if we're talking about spelt, why is it called Chalka? Says, explains the Gemara, my garlic Chalka, the Shakel Chalkaya, because the hull, the shells are moved, and it makes it Chalkaya, makes it smooth. Meisvei, the Gemara asks again, Rav Dimi, Hanoidim and Adog, and if someone makes a Nadir, Anod, he's not getting any benefit from grain. What are you not allowed to eat? Says the Brisa, Asr, Minapula, Mitzri, Yavish, you're not, Yot, Asr, Af, Minapula, Mitzri, Yavish, not even have dried Egyptian beans. Umotur, what are you allowed to have? Belach, fresh Egyptian beans. Umotur, Ba'irez, you're allowed to have Ba'irez, Bechilka, Metirgis, these three entities, Rice, Chilka, Metirgis, and Tisni. So, according to the Tanakh, Kama, it's all talking about wheat, just different ways of crushing it up. I understand that when someone makes a neder minadogon, that included in it is all of these. Why? Because all types of grain. According to Rav Dimi, that what are we referring to? That you're turned to spelt. Dogon ma'alyu. Ask the Gemara, it's regular dogon. So, what is the chedesh? by telling me that this is also included. Says the Gemara, you're right. Kasha, this is indeed a Kasha and Ravdimi, but we know Kasha means that there is an answer that the Gemara does not delve into it. And we conclude the Barak that Ravuna says the Gemara, Ravuna Sharli Lahane. Kurafaisa, Ravuna allowed certain spice merchants, Lamezel Zvunei, Ki or Chayu, they could sell the normal fashion, Bishuka in the Shukan Cholamait. Eisei Rav Kahana, Ravuna, what are you doing? Chanos Pesuchaliste, have we learned in a Mishnah that if you have a store that's open up to the stave, into the side area, the bench area, you can open normally. Rabim, if it's a public store, you open one door, you close one door. At the end of the Yantiv, Maitiyum Atir, Shuka here, you take out the fruits, and you adorn the entire city, but what do we see clearly? We see them, they covered into Ba'achron, in the only time you're allowed to do things in public is for the honor of Yantev, so they covered Ba'achron, but not for no reason, so why you, Rav Huna, are you allowing the spice merchants to sell their wares out in the open? Explains the Gemara, fundamental difference, one is Paris, one is spices, when you buy Paris, you buy in large quantities, so in that case, we're nervous to let you sell in the open because it looks like you're selling for after Yontif. But when you're selling spices, inherently, you always sell smaller quantities. So it's never the concern and the stigma that it looks like you're selling for after Yontif. And that is why Rav Huna allowed them to keep the stores open in the shock. A quick, short barrack, three blood. We should do a large chazara. We'll pick up for the new barrack in tomorrow's shear.